HavanaDeprived.com is proud to present Top 8 Magic Podcast with Michael J. Flores and Brian David Marshall. Brought to your ears thanks to FaceToFaceGames.com. Want to do black? Yeah. Do you think we do black and artifacts in one Probably. hour and ten minutes? Probably. So, that's actually like one hour and nine minutes, Canadian listeners. Uh, Brian is looking up cards on his retina display. Yes. All right. So. I cannot so, see this. Right, Your I'm retina gonna, display apparently doesn't doesn't yeah. obey my retinas. So, so for a second though, we were talking yesterday about uh, heroic. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm really trying to figure out how to... You love Heroic. I'm just trying to figure out how to break it. I mean, it seems like... So it occurs to me that there's this whole cycle of cards in the last block with Cypher. Yeah. Which let you play spells. But there's only two spells out of all the 13 Cypher spells that let you target your own creatures. You could Hands of Binding your guy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I didn't even have to look that up. Hands of Binding is actually creature your opponent controls. Really? Yeah. I mean, they really Sky Games this one, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, they really did. <laughs> According to Billy Jensen, everything that's wrong in the world is the card Sky Games. Why is that? Because you can't make a mistake because it's templated in such oh, a way Oh, you can't? You can only give your creature yeah, flying? You someone could, like, never lose an on-table to Sky Games. It's impossible. <laughs> like, if you're going to use Sky Games, yeah. you're using it this way. But uh, but puppet str- uh, hidden strings, which, which lets you strings? tap a target permanent and then tap um, or untap a permanent and then tap or untap another permanent. Yeah. Would mean you'd be like, okay, tap. You, you have to hit with this thing, right? Well, the first time you play it, you could just play it. So it's just. So spell. it targets your guy. So you could target your two guys, or you could tap their guys, cipher right. out to your guy. I don't know. I'm just thinking about it. I mean, you could put the. Uh, There's also Trait Doctoring. What's the. Uh, There's also Trait what's Doctoring. What's the card that's like you, uh, like this thing is unblockable, Scry one, that one? Yeah. We could put that on our guy, and then we could just put, like, a hidden strings on him, and he's not going to get blocked. And he could just... That's pretty sweet. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we will have buffed him twice so, at that point. So I, I posted this to Twitter today. Yeah. Like, I was like, is it remotely possible that this is playable? And, you know, a couple people were like, no. 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 Except... <laughs> Sam Black. Sam Black. Oh, Sam, Sam Black. Like, Actually, I've been thinking about hidden strings... Without thinking about heroic, so let's shut up about this right now, okay? <laughs> okay, so... And I was like, Sam, I imagined you were somewhere cuddled up with the murder king. Yeah? And he's like, yeah, no, I don't like so, that. Yeah. He's like, if I had a doom traveler. So, we were just talking I was going, about me going to Seattle next week. So the last time I was in Seattle, actually it was probably multiple times ago I was in Seattle, but I just so happened to be there at the same time that Team Star City Games is out there, yeah. and, you know, Josh is out there, and... And it was for the modern Pro Tour, and Josh, and, and the, you know, their, I guess it was Pro Tour Seattle, right? So, I which I didn't attend, even though I was in Seattle. <laughs> so, Josh was like, "Do you have any ideas for modern?" And I'm like, "Blah blah blah, some bad idea." And then, like, like two days later, uh, John Finkel's like, "Don't tell anybody, but I played your Storm deck," and I was just like, "What Storm deck did I make?" <laughs> and apparently, he just recounted this conversation I had had with him at his apartment like three weeks earlier. And he's just like, oh, yeah, we thought Storm was good, and then it turned out to be bad. But then I just added that card that you told me to play, and now it can't be beaten. Um, so uh, the way that this relates to this conversation is I didn't know about uh, Sam Black's Aristocrats deck until I saw it on, like, day three coverage. Yeah. And I assumed that there was something more interesting going on than just attacking with guys and sacrificing your own creatures. Yeah. There wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't. No, you're like, I hey, haven't. Yeah, like, wow, this next pretty interesting. I haven't figured out the combo yet. 
no combo. I was just like looking at it. I'm like, is there an Umberio rights? Is there? You know? Which is different from like before. Like John's like, don't tweet about your storm deck, and I'm like, I didn't make a storm deck. <laughs> He's like, I'll give you full credit for it. Just don't tweet about it. And I was just like, okay, I like the part where you're giving me full credit for it. Right. <laughs> I didn't make a storm. I actually mentioned in the card Goblin Electromancer. Yeah. And apparently that card is very good in Storm, and other people didn't have it at so the time. It's pretty interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see if that card can, can do anything in, uh, in Standard right now. Like, like uh, you know, we talked about Is It? Yeah. Young Pyromancer, certainly an exciting card. You know, feels like maybe there's some place for it. It's like a good card, but it's the kind of card where you have You really to, want to be doing something degenerate. You don't want to be doing something yeah, like it's really, slightly more really, efficiently. really fair. <laughs> like, like, one of the main reasons that was good in the Storm deck is, like, you could just flash back your Desperate Ravings yeah. and stuff, or, you know, you can net on Manamorphose. I mean, how, how broken is it really going to be in Standard? One mana... Magma Jet I could get behind. Uh, yeah, you, you, you're, you're, you've already talked yourself into it, and you don't even know it. So, what's our deck? Goblin Pyromancer. I'm sorry. Mike Flores, Goblin Pyromancer. We'll call it the Flores Pyromancer now. Sure. Flores, Goblin Pyromancer, Pyromancer, because it's Young Pyromancer and Goblin. It's Electromancer. It's Electromancer. I'm completely confused. Flores Mancer. Is is a Static Caster kind of Flores Mancer? Because we could could shoehorn that into the Mancers. We could. Are they all wizards? I think so. But the more Mancers you put into the Flores Mancer deck... The less the less powerful young pyromancer gets gets very bad. Actually, it's like it's like oh young pyromancer, I've top decked a goblin electromancer. What will I cast with this? Certainly not this static caster. So as you can see, listeners, this ties all this is it discussion ties very nicely into our black card discussion. <laughs> I'm not the one with that. What the hell card did you want to play? Hidden strings. So you and Sam Black with your hidden strings, no combo. It's just like uh, picture this. The week before Pro Tour Philadelphia. Yeah. Can you imagine? I was, I was John's like, Tom Wars was like sitting on my lap, you know, giving me a, an erotic dance. Tom Martell. I just want you to imagine. All of you are imagining. Mrs. Mrs. Markell, earmuffs. Earmuffs. I forgot. <laughs> of all the people that could be giving you an erotic dance, the one whose mom is listening. Anyway, Tom's here. Yeah. In New York. Apparently. He's going home tomorrow morning, I think, right? Yeah, he's leaving tonight. Oh, okay. Because I, I asked him if he's going to be around. Yeah. So. so we should have um, on the podcast. We should, I think he's leaving tonight. Yeah. So it's probably not Jerk. Right. Idiot. And he, he could have casted last night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think he was cubing, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we mentioned, if you were listening all week, which I'm sure you are at this point, we mentioned how we didn't go cubing. He was probably cubing last right. night. But we wouldn't know because we weren't there. Yeah, yeah. Sure. We were, we were podcasting. Anyway, see, I'm, I'm trying to imagine the week before his win in Pro Tour Philadelphia, if... Was it Philadelphia? Was that where he won? Who's that? Tom Martell. Tom Martell Toronto. Won, uh, no, he won... Uh, Toronto? Philadelphia. No, the one that he won last year. Aristocrats. Was that Philadelphia? No, it was Montreal. 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 Sorry, not Philadelphia. Montreal. That's in Canada, too. It's embarrassing on the new Top 8 Magic in Canada that we didn't even remember was in Canada. Sorry, Mrs. Martell. I didn't want to go south when I should have gone north. Yeah. Like Tom while he was... (laughs) Anyway. I wonder, like, hey, Tom, are you going to play a deck? Maybe... A bunch of sacrifice effects with no way to get your guys back. It's like, wait a second, Mike. I can get my guys back with a Orzov charm. <laughs> That's just not accurate. <laughs> oh, well, 
We're about eight minutes in. Maybe yeah. we can start talking about Black yeah. Theros card. Yeah, let's talk about Black Theros card. That was the entire Artifact's time that we just took. Yeah, I know, I know. That's useless we can't, we can't tell you our top five cards from Black because we were too busy talking about erotic dances from Tom Martell. And, Good and, one, Mike. And decks I didn't actually make. Yeah, yeah. For once. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Bored Overlord. Did we talk about this one already? I think we might have, but I want to talk about it a little so bit. Five, 5 BB for a demon, flying 6-6. Six, six. When a born overlord enters the battlefield, put a number of 1-1 one, one black harpy creature tokens with flying onto the battlefield equal to your devotion to black. So, harpies are very flavorful. Yeah. That's a Greek myth like, creature. Like, I think this... Oh, at the beginning of your upkeep, sacrifice a creature. So, he's he's got two black, so... Your expectation is to have at least two harpies coming into play, yeah. right? So you're talking about circa eight eight flying for eight seven. Yeah. Yeah, I hope I mean, somebody doesn't like, like kill I mean, my harpies. The, the question something. the question is whether or not you can cheat this into play, right? Like, no, I think that there's a lot of these cards like like that new Angel of Despair. I think you just cast it. Well, again and again, like a full. 20 percent of the time you're sure. casting it. Well, I mean, again, this is devotion of black. I guess Nick, you think about something like Nikto's trying to Nix, and it really is Cabal Coffers. Yeah, and then it really is Cabal Coffers. You put this into play, and yeah, I guess there's like some really good black permanents you can cast. Oh, Dark like, Prophecy seems like super in this deck. Night Veil vale Specter. Yeah, you don't like Dark Prophecy? They just saying black got me to tried to get me to play that card last month. You, you, you understand what that card does? Yeah. Gives you... Black, black, black. <laughs> yes, yeah, I understand what it exactly does exactly. Exactly the same thing as Night Veil Spectre. Yeah. Night Veil Spectre, unlike Dark Prophecy, might actually net me some cards. Uh, well, <laughs> but if you, if you play this, and then in the beginning of your upkeep, you're sacrificing a harpy every turn and yeah. drawing a card and losing a life. It's pretty exciting. Your definition of exciting and mine are different things, apparently. So is this is this a uh, save or a delete? That's a save. I think it's a save, too. Okay. Uh, Agent of the Fates. This is a card I don't think I've even seen until today. Is it a sweet art or terrible art? It, it has, uh... It's okay. Full-on okay. Full-on okay. Human Assassin. Uh, 1BB for a Human Assassin. Death Touch, 3-2. Not horrible stats. No. And then Heroic, whenever you cast a spell that targets Agent of Fates, each opponent sacrifices a creature. Well, that's not fair at all. This This card could be really good. So, like, is this, like, some sort of weird quasi-bant hexproof card where you're like play Agent of Fate so then you're just edicting them like <laughs> the opposite of getting edicted yeah this is I mean this 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 card I, theoretically is doing a lot of what Oleana is supposed to do right I mean you could bring him in against like green decks and just demolish them he, he kills least main lion I mean he kills anybody in battle yeah well, but I meant like you know if you do something to him you can kill a fleet you can kill a monstrous fleece main lion by forcing them to sacrifice it. Agreed. What if you just sided this creature in in a black X control deck against rush decks, and, like, if he blocks and just death touches their, like, 4-4, that's fine? Yeah. Oh, that is fine. And if they let you untap with it, they lose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, tragic slip my Asian face. 2-1! Um... But they, in the problem with that, of course, is that now they sacrifice a guy with the heroic on the stack, and the tragic slip goes morbid and kills Rage well, in the face. Yeah. Well, we don't have to worry about tragic slip in standard, right? But that was a, that was the funny joke. Yeah. So it was a funny joke, Canada. Also interesting with this guy is like suddenly things like God's willing, like assuming you have a black white deck. Are you listening, Will Price? Like some people, you know, they're like maybe they trade. They're willing to trade a guy into this, and then you're like, uh. 
God's willing. And You're really ruining the next two years of Will Price's life. I, I just want you to I know this. So this, this, card, this card's a definite keep, right? I think so. It, it, seem, it seems like a really, really strong card. I mean, it seems so, like it, it's just going to change. So we've rated black keep for keep on the first two. Neither card is probably going to be played. I think <laughs> Let's just card, finish I think this, it off. I think this card's going to get Oh, yeah, I think it'll be played. I think it's a good defensive card. You slide it in and, like, you know, trade with their locks on spider. It's trade with it or, or enchant it or do something to it. And... Actually, which is the one that gives some... Isn't there one that, like... Um, what is it? The Slicer? Psychic Slice? Which one's that? Like the one that... The Cypher guy. The Cypher. Yeah. What's the name of it? But that doesn't, that doesn't target your creature. Oh. That's the problem. The, the Cypher itself doesn't target. Oh, it's okay. the spell. So the idea is, like, you could be like... I'm sorry I'm not calibrated to your weird way of thinking yet. Yeah. Tap your guy... And target, untap my guy, even though he's untapped. Now you have to sacrifice a guy. And then I cipher onto him. And then I attack, and then I play the spell again, untapping him. Now you have to sacrifice another guy. This is so much work. Why didn't I just magma jet this idiot? He's a 3-2. <laughs> I mean, like, really? really. Is he, do you have a good reason, though, I didn't just magma jet him? You were tapped out to play all the guys you just had to sacrifice. My only creature... You tapped out to play all the guys the you had to sacrifice. The only summon spell in my deck is Thassa. Okay. I, I, I talked to Reed today, and I'm like, if my Thassa never comes online, I think I'm okay with that. That's what we were saying last night on the podcast, right? I mean, it, like, okay, I'll invest three mana. Good luck winning. <laughs> okay. By the way, my hand is perfect. Do I have it? Yes, I do. Oh, do I need to make a land drop? Convenient. <laughs> so you, you, you would you would you delete this? No, I'm keeping it. Okay. Uh, here's here finally we have a delete. Asphodel Wanderer. It's a one one for B, and it, it's a skeleton soldier, and then it has two B regenerate Asphodel Wanderer. Really, the question is: Is this better or worse than Drudge Skeletons? And the uh, answer dr- is both. <laughs> Drudge Skeletons costs more, but has a lower regeneration cost. Yeah, over the long term, this is worse. <laughs> so, so Josh Rabbits. If you were wondering if you should play Asphodel Wanderer, does he like a, does he like a Drudge Skeleton? No, but when I picked up Josh Rabbits, he was playing. Oh, okay. He was playing Drudge Skeleton. Like you know, he's gotten a, you know pretty big in his britches, and I, I I like to remind him like when I picked you up, there were Drudge Skeletons in front of you. He's like, I loaned you the, the Japanese Thran Foundry necessary for you to qualify for the Pro Tour. I'm like, I actually never cited it in, and I tried to never give it back to you, <laughs> but then you remembered that I had it, so I embarrassingly had to give it back to you. It was Japanese. Yeah. Uh, Thran Lens, I'm sorry, not Thran Foundry. Um, by the way, Drudge Skeletons. (laughs) So, uh, Astrodel Wanderers is the lead. That's a lead. Uh, Baleful Eidolon. I like any Eidolon. You just like the name Eidolon? I like Eidolons because, you know... I never never wrote E as for Eidolon. I was supposed to. They're sweet in mental magic. Uh, I mean, these Eidolons are not, but the original Eidolons are sweet. So this is 1B for a 1-1 with Death Touch, or Bestow, 4B... And then enchanted the creature gets plus one. Oh, this plus is just such an atrocious bestow. Yeah. Five mana for plus actually, one plus one. I think, and... I think there's actually two good bestow cards in this set. Yeah. That I, that, I mean, like playable. Like they're probably all very I'm writing good a, limited. I'm writing a daily MTG article about auras, so maybe you could tell me which ones are good. Oh, well, well, one then... of them's in black. So. Uh, Blood toll heart. I like this picture. Yeah, it's, I don't. I don't love it. But it's Kev Walker, so actually, in retrospect, so I you're wrong. It. Yeah, I'm wrong. I, I believe uh, an art director once told you if we could get Kev Walker to draw all the pictures, we would. 
Uh, so this is 2B for a Harpy, 2-1 flying. When Blood Toll Harpy enters a battlefield, each player loses one life. Well, what that includes you. An atrocious card. <laughs> if Welkin Turn isn't getting played, I don't think the three-mana version of Welkin Turn is going to get played. This is like Welkin Turn. <laughs> this is what Blood Harpy... Blood Toll Harpy, excuse me. Yeah. Blood Toll Harpy, a.k.a. Welkin Turn. A.k.a. <laughs> Bloodstool Harpy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one in Canada is laughing at that one. They're like, poo jokes are not funny in Canada. The poo freezes and then starts to steam. Uh, here's a card that's kind of interesting to me. Common uh, Boon of Erebos. Black instant. Target creature gets plus two, plus zero until end of turn. Regenerate it. You lose two life. When you say interesting, what do you mean Is exactly? It, I mean, I'm just curious if you think that this card is at all playable. In constructed? In constructed. So it's like a God's willing that hurts you. It is like a God's willing. That you hurts know what? It's you. actually like it's like um, it's exactly like a Vines of the Vastwood, right? Yeah. So Vines of the Vastwood is basically a negate that sometimes gives plus four, plus four. Right. So this is like basically a negate. Ish. I, I see right, I see this in the Rangers yeah. style, Vines of the Vastwood kind of camp. Like But see green green already has that camp covered, don't they? Don't they right, have but you don't like, often have that in black. Yeah, but the, you don't have to have a guy you need to save in black. I don't know. How about how about Agent of Fate? Yeah, I guess it's good with Agent of Fate. Like, I mean, I don't want to take two. I, Why do they make me take two? Why not just only give it plus what one plus one when I don't take two? life two. and then you scry two. I mean, that's a different story entirely. It doesn't say that, though. I know. You, it would cost an extra mana if it's... Yeah. yeah. So you, you think this is Stone Cold unplayable? I really just can't imagine playing this. And I mean, I really can't imagine playing this. It's black. Yeah. If it were green, because I, like, I just feel like we're talking about so many. May, you know what? Maybe you can play it in like modern. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Like, what if there's like a modern black-based infect deck? Okay. Oh, there's I, not. Yeah, there's not. Okay. I mean, like, black infect decks were good in standard. They All only right. play green infect decks in modern, we'll, even though green infect we'll, decks were we'll, never good in standard. We'll, we'll delete this, but I want this card to be good. All right. So, just people in Canada. Asterisk your I don't know the name of this Boon of, Boon of Erebos And think of it like this Boobies of Erebos One of the boobies is good One of them is not good One is deleted this That made no sense That made, no sense. made should, literally no sense you Delete should, that comment you actually delete that comment This card's this pretty sweet Which one is this? This is a Cavern Lampad Don't worry about the text on the card That part's not so sweet Oh yeah the picture is sweet Too bad it's attached This is a terrible card Um it's right, a so, nymph. So it's a four mana enchantment creature nymph. It's a two two with intimidate, and then it has bestow six five B enchant creature enchanted creature gets plus two plus two. Were they really worried that bestow cards are going to be insanely good or something? Yeah, it, it feels like this has been nerfed considerably, right? I mean, like maybe this card is supposed to be B or something. <laughs> They're like, man, this card's insane at B. Bestow for BB. <laughs> like, wow, this is the best card. Actually, at BB, would it be good enough to play? Plus two, plus two, and intimidate. Yeah, actually, be pretty Probably, good. And yeah. if it falls off, it becomes a creature. Yeah, yeah. That would be insane. Yeah, maybe. but you know what I mean. But they've made it six and six. So we're gonna delete. This is not one of the 
Man, I, I'm really thinking about how badly I, I screwed up that boon of Erebos comment. It was really bad. That's all right. We, we'll, we'll cut it out. Ooh, cutthroat Maneuver. Cutthroat Maneuver, 3B for an instant, up to two target creatures. Each get plus one, plus one, and gain life link until end of So turn. you really wanted to be able to target two guys at once. I did, but Were you willing it. to do so at 3B? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to delete this. And next... Uh, Dark Betrayal. This so, is one of the cards you previewed so that whole cycle. Dark Betrayal is literally the first card in black that I'm actually like stand next to this and say, this is a card that I would get by. Like, I mean, we like the first two cards okay. I mean, the, the first card that, is, is like very loose. I mean, like, the oh, look, a big creature. I wonder if a big creature might be viable, you know? But then the second one was not that loose, actually. Yeah, like, no, I think there's, it, there's I think some that applications. Card, I think that good. But this one. This is going to be a staple if people play black creatures at all. Yeah. I mean, this is this is going to kill Dark Confidants. Oh, in Modern? Yeah. I don't think so. Kills Deathrite I don't think it's going to kill Dark Confidants no. in Modern. No, because if you were going to pay B to kill a Dark Confidant, you would probably do so with a minus one, minus one dredge card. Maybe. Depends on the deck you're playing, but yeah. You probably would, though. Sure. But then a Dark Betrayal might kill a... Deathrite Shaman? Mm. One, two? I'm thinking if I would actually kill a Deathrite Shaman with this. I guess, so think about it. You, you also, you're also going to be able to get blue decks with this because they're going to have Night Vale Spectres and red decks. I mean, you know. Do you think black, black green, and black green red decks in modern would, would convest this against other black green and black green red decks? I, I really don't think that they have that much of a need of point removal. Depends on what they you have want. so much point removal. I, I, they have like Maelstrom the, Pulses, the of, Terminates, for one mana Lightning Bolts. I guess if you really want to kill. I guess if you really want to kill the Deathrite Shaman on turn one, you could just play a Disfigure. I mean, I've never let a Deathrite Shaman live in my life. Yeah. <laughs> and I've never had, like... I don't think I've ever actually had my opponent activate a Deathrite Shaman, except, like, in a really long game, right? right? Like, in a short game, they're always dead. But then sometimes your opponent has, just, like, has, like four Deathrite Shamans to play because the game's gone infinite infinite turns, right. and you've run out of removal. But I don't think I've ever let an early Deathrite Shaman live. But, you know, we were talking about, you know, cards like... Um... You know, the, the green-black... Uh, you passed him a long I time did. ago. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. The, the, the green-black guy that's 4-5. Uh, not that one. You oh, passed he goes. him. Yeah. Reaper, Reaper of, of the, the Wilds. Wilds. Yeah, although I guess they can give him hexproof if they have a green and one up. But, yeah. you know. That like, seems like a fine card that you're just going to want to kill, right? Sure. I mean, I'm not... Dark Betrayal is a good card. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Did I imply somehow that no. Dark Betrayal was not a good card? No, you did not. I it's think it's very strong good. Keep. Strong keep. Yeah, I think it'll definitely see top best card, eight play. Best card in black so, so far. So far, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's not going to end the best card in black. Yeah. Uh, Disciple of Phoenix, 2BB. When Disciple of Phoenix enters the battlefield, target player reveals a number of cards from his or her hand equal to your devotion to black. So minimum two mm. if you have this. Uh, you choose one of them, that player discards that card. One, three. Oh, it's a creature. It is a one... Yeah, it's a creature. She's oh, yeah. like, yeah. man, this is an expensive duress. No, no, no. no. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is very similar to, say, what, what's the... Anything. Like yeah. a rabbit. Well, I'm saying rat. the guy people have yeah, been sure. playing black-white Warzov guy. Yeah, I mean, doesn't seem that exciting to me. Yeah. I mean, I guess like a... It costs four. I mean... Yeah. If there were Resto Angels, I mean... He, this guy has to compete with Lifebane Zombie. Yeah. For a mana less, more impact on the, the board. <laughs> Erebos, God of the Dead. Sorry, Dark Betrayal. You've been moved over. <laughs> Erebos, God of the Dead. 3B. 5-7. Five, 
So this is indestructible, same as the, the rest of the God Cycle. As long as your devotion to black is less than five, or most is in a creature. Your opponents can't gain life, which is, you know, a pain in the ass. Sorry, Godly Woods! And then 1B, pay two life, draw a card. So it's got greed attached to it, except it costs one more mana. A crappier greed. A crappier greed. But you get to draw cards for your turn. Yeah. And opponents can't gain life is irrelevant. Most of the time. Is it? Yeah. What about Sphinx's revelation? Gaining life is only relevant contextually. If your opponent's not pressuring your life total, then it doesn't matter that you sure. gain up. One life is the same as 100 life in Magic sure. Gathering. Unless your opponent is yeah. about to do one point of damage to you and you're at one, right? So so opponents can't gain life. is probably not that relevant for most decks playing Erebos, God of the Dead. Sure. Right? I mean, do you think that this is going in rush decks? Because that's not probably. what I envision. Probably not. I see this playing in like. I mean, I see this going in like a, a Grixis deck. Right? I mean, I see this playing in the slot that I've historically played, Liliana of the Dark Realms. I'm the only person naive enough to be tricked by Zach Hill. Oh, Mike, you're such a good deck designer. I bet you could make a Liliana of the Dark Realms deck. Well, isn't Liliana of the Dark Realms looking a little better now? I mean, she's always looked good. But I'm saying, isn't she looking thank you, good? Against, thank you, Steve Argyle. Isn't she's she looking? Good. But isn't she looking good against like indestructible gods? No. Really? You think that Liliana is going to take down a god profitably before the god just kills her in battle? I don't know. I mean, she can just trade with a god, maybe. Okay. All right. That's, is that terrible? I mean, what other, what kind other, of. What other options do you have for trading with a god? I mean, like, D.I. Like, making their devotion go down. Sure. That doesn't deal with it. Um, it's I don't know. It's still there. I'm just going to bounce it. Yeah, me too. Encounter another way back. Okay. I've already got this planned yeah, out in my head. Like bouncing all, bouncing yeah, all. I got like, it. I got it. Uh, so yes, there are other options. Okay. You could make them discard it. Sure. Like I mean, here's one that you could go like Cyclonic Rift with Overload, Untap, Rakdos's Return, Achievement Unlocked. Yeah, that's what good. I'm gonna do. Okay. I don't know what you're gonna do. Like, sure. Apparently, it involves tapping four for a point removal spell. Possibly. It's not that bad. What? It's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, that seems fine to me. Uh, that also has other utility at other points in the game. That sure, spell. yeah. So, but Erebus got in the dead, big keep. I think it's just just now displaced Dark Betrayal. Do you disagree with that? Uh, I don't disagree with that. But Erebos' whip is coming up. We yeah. quickly displace Erebos got in the dead. Uh, Erebos' emissary. This Probably is not going to display it's kind of an interesting one. Uh, 3B for a 3-3 three, three with bestow 6, uh, 5 and a B, uh, enchanted, or which would then give it enchanted creature gains plus 3 plus 3. And then it has an ability that either the creature or the enchanted creature has, which is discard a creature card. Erebos' emissary gets plus 2, plus 2 until end of turn. I mean, not... I'm it's still, like a I'm madness still, outlet? I'm still deleting it. <laughs> I'm trying to see what you meant by interesting. I mean, it's kind of interesting, right? I mean, it's a more interesting card than a lot of the other bestows. Like, you know, the the, the ability it grants goes outside of the intimidate plus one plus one. It's just like punch. a a not that basking root wall. Like. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, outclassing the Herloon Minotaur. Fell. Fellhide Minotaur two B for a two three vanilla Minotaur. What do you think they're thinking about when they make this creature? They're like, well, I would like to make an unplayable black creature. Unplayable also unlimited? 
I want to make it close. <laughs> no, this card's not unplayable like unlimited. Two, three for three. Two threes unlimited are fine. Eh. All right. Like, you, you put two of them in front, like... Put two like, of them in front of a giant, the giant will die. Yes. Like, like you know... I agree the, that that would happen. There's decisions that you can make. That it's, it's, much, it's much more challenging to play with two threes, against two threes, than it is against two twos. Like, the math changes significantly in, in, on all fronts of the game in limited. Okay. I like two threes. But delete. Flash Mad Steed, uh, 1D. Whenever another creature dies, tap Flash, flash Mad Steed. He's Flash Mad. He's really awful. Yeah, he's 2-2. Two, two, he's just... He's a I mean, horse. <laughs> if they made him B, he might be an interesting card to talk about, right? Yeah. Because he'd be still crappy all the time at B. Yeah. I mean, if he was a B, like, Zach Hill would be arguing on our mailing list about why this card is good in cube. <laughs> He said, no, no, you guys aren't drafting the Black Aggro deck correct. I mean, some of the threads about cube are, like, hilarious. Like, can we just admit that this is an unplayable strategy and we've wasted 60 cards of the cube towards it? No one ever drafts it, and anyone who's naive enough to do so loses. I resemble that description. <laughs> so Flush Mad Steed, delete. delete. And safer, Zach Hell's cube. Uh, great, oh, great Merchant of Asphodel. I love this card. I really, I've, the more I've thought about it, the more I've, I, I, I'm excited. Why about is it. the picture so crappy for a card we might want to play? Is know, it because it's common? I guess so. Maybe it's supposed to represent, like, look like the scream to some extent. Is it supposed to represent crappy art? Yeah. <laughs> like really ugly art? And then I don't know. Maybe that's this. Maybe maybe after you've cast a few Gray Merchants of Asphodel, that's what your opponent looks yeah. like. Three BB. When Grey Merchant of Astrodale enters the battlefield, each opponent loses X life where X is your devotion to black. You gain life equal to the life lost this way. So, just on his face, you play him for five. And he's a 2 4. Yeah. yeah. Get a 2 4 and drain them for two. So, he's highway, he's highway robbers at five. And then at that point. The, uh, the second one is, you know, a, a like, 4. It's not, conceiv- it's not inconceivable that you could play this guy and just, like, drain your opponent for seven. It's certainly not inconceivable. You could just play him on turn five and do that, probably. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you could be just like, okay, I have a Dark Prophecy in play. I have a Night Veil Spectre in play. I play this guy. Oh, by the way, that's eight. That's good. That's disgusting. It's a good blocker, too. And he's right. I mean, would you you play this card in, in Constructed? I would think about how to play this card in Constructed. Yeah. I don't know that I would play it. This, uh, this, what this card actually feels like to me is also, like, you, you have some sort of, like... Just say Laquatus is champion and I will switch to saying that I will play it. Laquatus is champion. Oh! I love Grey Merchant of Asphodel. The more I think about yeah. it, the more it reminds I, me of Laquatus is champion. I, I see, also see this card as just, like, a finisher in some sort of, like, Sam Black, like, kind of loop of sacrificing and returning creatures into play. Why is that a Sam Black thing? Returning creatures is not part of Sam's paradigm. <laughs> he just sacrifices okay. creatures. Sorry. Sometimes he steals them. Like, on occasion, yeah, he'll yeah. steal a creature. But he's never returned a creature okay. in his life. I'm like, Sam, what do you like about... He's like, I just like sacrificing the creatures. <laughs> I feel like if they die, I like it. If they give me an advantage somehow, all the better. They don't actually have to give you an advantage. No, they really just have to die. And again, and again, there's there's a bunch of living death, uh, living death type effects. We saw the uh, oh, like Hound the Cerberus, of, uh, Hound of Cerberus. This super exciting with that, and also uh, return from the rescue from the underworld. What kind of opponent is letting you get this weird great version of Aspino Cerberus like blocking loop? Well, no, are they just running you know, cards into you're your just, guys? You're just you're. I'm assuming you're doing some sort of 
mulchy kind of effect to get cards and Oh, because in my imagination, we were just tagging and blocking. <laughs> Every Block your gray merchant of Asphodel. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Like in my oh, mind. Oh, he's playing right into my trap. The opponent just keeps trading at negative value. It's like, well, I guess I'll just put two two-twos in front of your gray merchant of Asphodel. I kill one. My gray merchant says, I still have a two-two. He's wearing a tutu. Uh, I like I like that card. Uh, so keep keep. Uh, Hero's downfall. I mean, this is just like an insult to murder, right? Yeah, it like really a is. stone insult to yeah, murder. This is like premeditated homicide. Like this is like a, just like a really good Magic: The Gathering card that might not see any play. Did, did murder see any play? It saw some sideboard play. Yeah, one B. Not very much sideboard play. Instant. It's a rare. Destroy target creature or, or planeswalker. planeswalker. So we've never seen this. I guess we have seen no, this card. Seen Dreadbore. Dreadbore. Like Dreadbore was medium played. Right. But it's a full mana more than Dreadbore. But Dreadbore is a sorcery and this is an instant. I think this is a really good Magic the Gathering card that might not see any play. Why, uh, if it doesn't see play, why would that be? Because of Doomblade, probably. I mean, if this doesn't kill gods, right? So you have to figure, like, gods are costed very similar to Planeswalkers yes, right now. Yes, I agree. So, like... Do you, I, I really don't envision somebody playing a lot of gods and a lot of planeswalkers. So I, it's probably like either or. This doesn't kill. This doesn't kill gods. Right, I need to ask you a more important question. Yeah. What is standing on this guy's chest in the arc for this card? That's like a hoof of a minotaur and like half the minotaur's ass. <laughs> okay. Now do you see it? Now it's like it. literally the minotaur's ass is like in the top right corner. <laughs> ass crack of the minotaur. It's, that card we haven't gotten to that card. I yet. assume it's a female minotaur because there's no junk hanging down. <laughs> Uh, okay. Because that would really be the hero's death. <laughs> what do you think made the blood splatter on him? <laughs> Sir, this is not your lucky day. <laughs> oh, I was overrun by a pack of sphinxes, and then... <laughs> I'm so lucky you came along. <laughs> Sir, this is not your lucky day. <laughs> um, <laughs> Keep, but you don't think anyone... <laughs> I think it's a good card that no one will play. Okay. I mean, would you delete it? No, it's a okay. good card. Okay. It's an actual good card. Okay. I just... Three is a lot. Right. But I mean, I guess people... Putrefy, right? It's yeah. It's a better card than Putrefy yeah, than absolutely. the most part. I don't know. What's more dangerous? Artifacts or, or Planeswalkers? It's an interesting question, right? Probably Planeswalkers right now. I mean, you think about how much... I was going to say Artifacts. Really? So. You think about how much a game turns are, are on... Are God's like, Artifacts? Or they're yeah, enchantments. They're artifacts. Yeah, I mean... I think, oh, no, they're, they're enchantments. It doesn't matter. You can't Putrefy yeah, you God. You can't do them anyway. You need something else entirely. But, so that's a keep. It's, it's a, a good card. Yeah. That no one... <laughs> you agree no one will play it. It's a keep, but, like, keep it in your binder where you can maybe trade for someone who wants I'm sure it. who's going to play it. What deck? I don't know. I, I feel like there might be a black deck. Like, I feel like there might be just A black like, control deck? Yeah, I feel like there might be a black deck. You think the black control can also pay three to kill one creature? Or to kill a planeswalker? I mean, to kill, like... I guess killing a planeswalker might be good I mean, for them. You know... I've had to kill, like, Garuk 5 in my black deck. It's so annoying. Yeah, I mean, like, rather than having to, you know, a lot of times your opponent does something with, you know, they play a Planeswalker, they up it, they're like, okay, now you have to kill my Planeswalker. And you're like, mm. I hate that. Yeah, I mean, it's not great. We don't have to be excited about it. We just have to keep That's it. a good card. I <laughs> Canada, you understand what I'm saying here, right? It's a good card. No, it's, one of, it. it's one of these cards that you want to play. It's kind of maybe you're like, oh, where would I play this? But you feel like no one's just... I mean, Dreadbore. I mean, even Dreadbore, we haven't, we didn't see a People ton of play. played some Dreadbores. Some Dreadbores. Some, like, one or two in a sideboard at one point. No, it's a pretty staple card to play, like, 
some copies in junk. I played like four copies in my black red but, deck, but Zach Hill tricked probably, me to play. It's probably easier to cast than this in junk, right? Yeah, this is double B. Yeah. I mean, maybe like Will Pop could play it in his white black deck. <laughs> He's like, I, I was going to play Chain to Rocks, but I didn't have enough mountains in my black-white deck. <laughs> Can I chain it to your mountain? <laughs> I was thinking maybe I could play Steam. What's that, Steam? Sacred Foundry. And Is that the card we couldn't think of yesterday? <laughs> no. The, the, <laughs> it's like the, the Glacial Fortress version. I can remember Sacred Foundry. I play that one sometimes. I really just never play like the Glacial Foundry version of the Red White Land. The other one that I ever play is also like Dragon Skull Summit. That one sees very, very little play for me unless I'm playing a red black deck, like just a straight red black yeah. deck. Obviously, Hythonia the Cruel is the next so one. So this one, I love this art too. Oh, I thought that was a face, but that's her boobs. That's yeah, that's her. That's her um, carapace. Breastplate. Her her breastplate. She's sitting on like a throne of. Statue of calcified soldiers that have been turned to rock. Is she a gorgon? She is a gorgon. Oh, she must have turned them to stone. Exactly. How aesthetic. 4BB uh, for a legendary creature, Gorgon. She's a 4 6 with death touch. Because, you know, you gotta have death touch if you're a gorgon. And then Monstrosity 3 for 6BB. And then when Hythonia the Cruel becomes monstrous, destroy all non-Gorgon creatures. That seems like exactly the ability that would make sense for her, actually. Yeah. I mean, this card's probably... She's probably pretty, the only Gorgon in play. Pretty good, right? So what, what do you play her in the Nixos Shrine to Nix deck? Yeah. That's Legendary Land, right? Yeah. yeah. I hate it again. Yeah. Do, do you like this card or no? 4-6 for 6. Not really. No? You delete it? I'm like, Conley will play like one copy in his sideboard. People are like, ah, I sided in Hythonia the Cruel again, and I was winning, so I won with Hythonia the Cruel. <laughs> Thank goodness I didn't draw it in a game that I wasn't going to win. It's not a very good impersonation of Conley. <laughs> just let you know. That's just my generic voice. Yeah, I know, I know. For Conley, it's also Will your Pop, wife. My wife. <laughs> People have the power, people delude themselves quite, you know, it's like, man, I just beat Luis Scott Vargas. Did he only draw two lands? Yeah, but I beat him. <laughs> you know how many times I've run that to some kid in a pizza queue who just beat, like, a sad John Sonny? It's like, oh, man, I destroyed that guy who won a Grand Prix. I'm like, did he draw a third land? He's like, didn't matter. My draw was so good. <laughs> really? Your draw was so good it could beat a guy on two lands. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the, the power of delusion is, is quite great. Can we delude ourselves into thinking Hythonia the Cruel is a keeper? You want to delete it, I can see. I want to delete it. I mean, I can imagine situations would be okay, but, like, think about cards that are at this casting cost that, like, decks that you're imagining the, would be and, good. How good those cards are. This the, is Dovisar of the Dragon. And the, right, exa- and the problem with using something like Nyctos trying to nix with this yeah. is you set yourself back mana when you activate this, then. I don't even know. I don't know where, where we're getting our... Are there... Oh... That girl is also getting pictures taken of her. Yeah. So. Do you think she's a model or do you think she's just like. I think she's just like laughing at the fact that they're walking by a sign that says Gay Street. Oh, yeah. You know, like people do all day long here. Okay, so, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to humor you and we'll delete this. I'm keeping it now. All right, we'll keep. Now I was tricked. Let's keep. Uh, insatiable Harpy, 2BB, Flying Lifelink, 2-2. Two, two. Keep. What? 
it's smaller and worse for more mana than Vampire Hex Mage. I mean, sorry, Vampire, Vampire Nighthawk. Night Obviously, this, can we call this card Vampire Nighthawk? If it were just like BB one for a two two flying lifelink, would that have been like so? I, I think I think probably playable ish. First of all, not playable at that. You know how I know it's not playable at that? Because Jerry was all, Jerry for years has been fighting me about how much I like Vampire Nighthawk. And Vampire Nights are obviously sweet, right? I love it every right. time. And I'm like, Jerry and Michael, uh, Michael Jacob, like every time I like see them or play them, they're like, oh man, I hate Vampire Nighthawk. And I'm like, no, it's so good, you know? So like, and some people are like, oh man, it's so good. And then you talk to Zach, he's like, oh, I can never beat a Vampire Nighthawk. It's too good, you know? And then like, some people are like, it's so good, but other people are like, it's unplayable. <laughs> Like, Jerry and MJ are like, it's unplayable. Like, me and Zach are like, it's so good, right? Yeah. So maybe, maybe MJ and Jerry are right. If that's the case, BB1 for a 2-2, not Death Touch version, is probably not good enough to play. Okay. You know? But, by the way, it's so good. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I love the card. It's really good. It's uh, really good against some people. Yeah. That just happen to be the people I want to beat. Yeah. Uh, Keepsake Gorgon. This is an interesting name. Considering how we've been sort of framing these podcasts, is it a keepsake Gorgon 3BB for a 2 5 death touch? So it's a Gorgon. The Gorgons have death touch, apparently. Yeah, Gorgons have death touch. And then it has monstrosity 1. So it can go from a 2 5 to, to a, a 3 6. 6 for 7 mana, 5BB. And then when it becomes monstrous, destroy target non Gorgon creature and opponent controls. Wow, is that expensive and bad? <laughs> Keep. What? <laughs> no, keeping it's okay. delete. Uh, Lash of the Whip. Ooh. Is this like maybe an allusion to another card? It could be. 4B, instant. Target creature gets minus 4, minus 4 until end of turn. It's not a very good illusion. It's an instant. It's 5 mana. Not going to play Not this good. Week. I mean, minus 4, minus 4 until end of turn is awesome. In limited? In limited. For I mean, 5? But for 5, no. I mean, just let's, let's scale this to... Could this have been minus... Like... What, what number? If this was minus five, minus five, would you consider it? This is what I would consider it at. B1, which target creature gets minus four, minus four, it's all in the turn. Overload, BB, B3. I would be like, wow, what a great card. I would totally play this. Sure. At BB1, I would be like, no, I'm not going to play this. So at five, I'm definitely not okay. going to play so it. This is a common, this is going uh, to be one of the cards you want to open. When you play in sealed, in sealed. this, card, not, this mean, card's awesome. You don't take it too high in draft, dude. So it's, I would it's take it. I would take it high in draft. Like one. I would sure. Negative minus four. four, minus four, instant. Five. Yeah, dude. Half the games don't even go to the point where you can cast a defensive oh, five. I, I think they do. I would. I would certainly take this. Oh, I guess this is, seems like a slow form. Yeah, it's maybe a slow, I'm wrong. Maybe but like, like seriously, what do you? Have to, what does this have to be costed at in, in constructed? BB at the worst. Maybe it was BB one. BB one is. We put the maybe nots on BB1, destroy target creature, or play Yeah, but my, minus four, minus four is pretty... Like, it doesn't kill a god. Well, yeah. Which god does it kill? That's why I want this to be minus five. I yeah. mean, if we're in Fantasy Link, we also make it minus five, minus five. I mean, like... Yes, I can also imagine cards I would play. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> by the way, at minus four, minus four, at BB, BB1, how much worse than Dismember is that card? Yeah. Granted, Dismember is the best card in yeah. its day, right? So, so play this in the limited... Deleted and constructed. Speaking of... <laughs> speaking of... Deleting and constructed. Loathsome... Cadle Bleepus. <laughs> I'm gonna have to bleep what I feel about this card. 5B for 3-3. Three, three. 
and it has lure for two three. It doesn't even have lore. Two G loathsome kettlebells must be blocked this turn of able. You get to choose whatever you want to block it with. Something's got to block. Just it. get rid of this and thing then already. When it dies, target creature and opponent controls gets minus three minus three. Somebody got paid to think of this card. <laughs> Let's put more and more things on it. Is it a beast? Some sort of beast. It's kind of a cool picture, actually. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's like, what if the Lion King were on drugs? Yeah, delete. Uh, March of the Returned, 3B Sorcery. Return up to two target creature cards from your graveyard to your hand. Not a constructed card. Yeah. But probably, like, kind of like a sealed, you know, nice sealed deck card. I mean, it's, like, pretty comparable to Death's Duet, right? Yeah. Which it's is a nice a sealed, much nice sealed deck card. Pretty marginal draft card. So you got to, like... If you can get your opponent to trade with you, you can get some card advantage out of this. If he doesn't kill you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, Mogus is Marauder. I, this card's kind of interesting. Gorgeous artwork. I, I think I part, I it's know, like a I zombie guess. minotaur. Yeah. Oh, it's a human berserker? Yeah, it's a human berserker. Oh, wearing, he's wearing a dead he's wearing minotaur. A dead minotaur. So that's kind of sweet. Right. I hope this is an awesome card because it's actually pretty sweet yeah, now that he's a human berserker. 2B for a 2-2 human berserker. When Mogus's Marauder enters the battlefield, up to X target creatures each gain Intimidate and Haste until end of turn, or X is your devotion to black. So this guy comes into play, he's a 2-2 Haste, Intimidate. If you wanted to be. Hold on. It's him and others? Well, X creatures. So if, assuming you can only make one creature. I think this is probably a pretty good combo card. Like, what if you, like, get him and a bunch of guys into play all from your graveyard at once who are black? Then they all have haste, Oh, right? sure. And then yeah. haste and intimidate. So you could just, like, get ten guys and kill kill immediately? Yes. Um, like, what if you have, like, four Mogus's Minotaurs, which each give four, and... I mean, I'm just spitballing here. Like, four Mogus's Minotaurs... It doesn't even matter doesn't at that point, matter. right? It's 16, right, if you right. have four Mogus's yeah. Minotaurs. So, um, and then, like, any other guys, pretty yeah. much you just win the game on the plus. Well, I think it's probably pretty... Again, you don't even need another Mogus's Minotaur. Like, if, if all the other creatures have black... Yeah, You're I mean, have the devotion. but I'm just thinking they might be tokens or something, sure, right? Sure. So, like the, I think this is a, I think you probably want to get multiple Mogus's Minotaurs so this, in play. You, 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 Marauder, you, sorry, Mogus's Marauder. This, this card is kind of uh, Goblin Bushwhackery to you. I mean, you're winning that turn. They're yeah. Intimidate and Haste, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so you need to get 10, 10 guys in play. You've got to get the posse together. Yeah. If four of them, it's like, let's see, if three of them are Mogus's Minotaurs, one of them has to be black. That's nine, right? Nine plus one. Yeah. Actually, yes. If two of them are Mogus's Minotaurs, that's only four. So you, yeah, whatever. So, so you probably need to have, like, about ten guys, sure. depending on how big the guys are. So Mogus's Mogus's Marauders. Why do I keep saying Minotaur? Because they dressed him like a Minotaur. Right. He's got a dead Minotaur on his yeah. head, and that's where Minotaurs belong sure. in the graveyard. But and again, you can also get him and another creature into play. Like again, where you know you return somehow, just return two creatures, and both of them get haste. You could do some interesting stuff with it. it doesn't even have to be as like kind of. Uh, an achievement unlocked combo as you're describing, right? I like it as a combo card primarily. Yeah. But again, you could also do this with, you know, in some format where you're like, okay, tooth and nail this and, you know, tooth and nail Phyrexian. this. And a, and a, and an Eldrazi into play. My Eldrazi gets haste and intimidate. Whatever. I hate things more than I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. So, alright. So keep. I think this is, you agree, right? This I do, is I do. Like, it's it's got really some combo, combo elements. And I want to like it, because the arts are really good. I didn't realize that it wasn't a zombie minotaur. It's actually just it's actually a, a dude guy. wearing a stake on his face. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
minotaur steaks. Mm. Oh my! Can you think about like if you kill a minotaur, do you just eat him for dinner? Yeah. Like is he just it's is delicious. he just like ribeye? Yeah, just delicious. I like minotaurs now. They're dead to me. <laughs> so so this is one of the bestow cards that I think is actually possibly very good. Night Howler, one BB for basically um, you know a Lurgoyf type card. Night Howler and Enchanted Creature each get plus X plus X, where X is the number of creature cards in all graveyards. So... He doesn't get, like, any kind of resilience. He's just big himself, right? He's just big himself. But if you but you can bestow him for 2BB. So it's like a semi-reasonable bestow. Yes. This card, I mean, this card seems... This, this seems to me like, if there's a bestow card that's playable, this is it. I, I keep. I think I keep. I mean, again, you can ignore bestow, and three mana for a creature that's as big as all the creatures in both graveyards seems playable. Bestotacular. Yeah. I'll keep. Okay. But we're not happy about it. I, I could be persuaded. It's all graveyards, right? Yeah, it's all graveyards. It's good against rush decks. You just, like, fight, fight. Trade, fight, trade, fight. trade, yeah. He's like... Comes out as a three-three for three, yeah, and then he just gets bigger from there. Yeah, he just wins, needs to win one fight before he starts getting some yeah. substantial advantage on the board. Or it just like totally swings the tide. Yeah, I think he's he's probably pretty good. Yeah, uh, or and again, you know, you put him on a creature, and then something happens, and he falls off, and he becomes another creature. So if he's so, so explain me how bestow auras work. You bestow him onto, you don't know how. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Canada. We don't know how either. Maybe ask your local judge how bestow auras work. We're friends with some judges, I know but they're not standing here for yeah, once. Yeah. If we were at Grand Central, one might just walk by. That's true. Happened in the past. Uh, our deal of Erebos, we've talked about What's Erebos' ordeal? I draw so many cards. Uh, it stinks. Ordeal or of Erebos, 1B, and then when you sacrifice this, target player discards two cards. So, one of the less exciting. I mean, less exciting than the white one or more? What did the white one get you? Gain 10, ten life. life? Ten life. It's ten way life better than the better. white one. Really? The white one might be better than this. No. no. When did... If you want to gain ten life, you're not, best, you're not freaking enchanting a dude. Like, think about... What color do you want to gain ten life against? I don't care. Red. Which color is most likely to bolt your dude in response <laughs> to the ordeal of gaining ten life? <laughs> this is not a hard one. <laughs> Do not bestow logic onto this conversation. <laughs> like, like, oh, I really want to stop Red. I better enchant my 1-1 one, one with... Ah, crap. And he scried? One of these days. Imagine, he scried. That's yeah. just like... One damage and scry. So we're dealing with Erebos. Dang. Delete it. Whatever you feel like, Canada. I don't care. Now, here's a card you love. Freakiest Cure. Cure. BB for an instant. Tar- Freakiest Cure deals two damage to target creature. And you gain two life. I mean, snap four of in every deck. <laughs> you remember when I played Vicious Hunger? People were like, that card's not very good. And I'm yeah. like, you're not very good. Like, and that was a sorcery. Since yeah. did the same thing. I mean, it was like a... The reason we played it was like, sometimes p- people would like ritual out a negator on the first turn, and then you would just jockle hops them for two mana and gain yeah. two life. Like, I mean, it, Vicious Hunger probably wouldn't be good enough today, but, you know, I was, I was pretty proud of figuring out yeah, Vicious certainly, Hunger. Certainly a, a card that's going to have its windows, well, I mean, where it's going to be good. This is Soren's Thirst, right? It's exactly yeah, it's Soren's exactly Thirst. Soren's Thirst. Um, I think that it's the kind of card that, in certain side, I think of all the decks I, I'm imagining potentially playing, I think Bug might play this in the sideboard. 
and it'd be really good against Red Rush. But um, I don't think there's going to be a huge amount of decks that'll be particularly vulnerable to dealing two damage to a creature other than red based. Sure. So like, I think that like the white decks are going to be way too tricksy for that, right? Either their guys are going to be like buffed from from the glorious anthem, buffed from uh, linear synergies. Sure. Buffed for or just protection from whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God's willing, brave the elements. They got a lot of stuff. But red guy, like, oh man, I got an aggressive red guy. Yeah, he can come in. Ah, two lines. This card's a perfect card against him. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Can you imagine like your opponent's like using the jackal pop and he's like pumping the jackal pop and you're like, take three. One of it was your own. <laughs> um. Yeah, like, you remember Vicious Hunger, like, people yeah. are like, I can't believe you're playing Vicious no, Hunger. Was it's really good yeah. at the time. So, this is this is a a playable card, but, you know. No, I, I would enthusiastically keep this. Yeah. I don't expect anyone else to be naive enough to listen to sure. me, but I okay. <laughs> I would enthusiastically keep it. You know who will play it? Caleb Durward. I will lay I will lay money right now that Caleb Durward plays this in the next six months. Okay. Would you agree or no? I, I could see it. Yeah. I, I know you'll play it, so I'm... Just, no, I'm saying Caleb will play yeah. it in the next six months. Read the bones. To be... You know I don't like this card. Everyone else likes it. I don't like this Sorcery. Card. Scry two. Then draw two. You lose two. I'm going to play it, right? You are. I hate it, though. I like gaining why do you? Why do you hate this card? I hate damaging myself. I hate it. But aren't you the one that tells me that it doesn't matter what your life total is as long as... I have done a lot of damage to myself over the years, and usually it involves killing my opponent that turn. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I just... What are the main cards that damage you? Necropotence, which I've never been good at Necropotence, really. I was quite good at Hatred. So so basically... This This is more than the Necropotence. This is go four deep for three mana. When you say four deep can't not like it. Right. Like, I mean, you know, you're like, scry two, okay, I don't like those, push them, draw two. Like, I just, I feel like when you play this, you have to play a card to gain life back, and maybe that's just terrible on my part. I don't know. But that's how I feel. Sure. I mean, I'm not being a scientist right now. I'm being like... Maybe what about Grey Merchant of Asphodel? You can play Grey Merchant of Asphodel. I mean, is it, what's that? What is this deck? I don't know. <laughs> it's just like expensive cards that don't affect the battlefield. Exactly. <laughs> Tonight on Brian's new black deck, expensive cards that don't affect the battlefield. Right. You can, you can, Our, Farika's cure to get and lift your life back. Our special guest is Grey Merchant of Asphodel. How did you gain where two you, life? Where did you find that lovely tutu? <laughs> well, so you're, Brian cast me for five, and I gained two life for him. I promptly died in combat with our opponent's two drop. It was a humiliating defeat, <laughs> but I contributed incrementally to the size of our Lurgoyth, which also died <laughs> in combat. Uh, we would have lost, but Brian cast Read the Bones <laughs> to go four deep for only three, so we didn't lose, because we drew Farika's Cure to stay alive for one turn, and then we died. This has been... <laughs> Expensive black cards that don't affect the battlefield. With Brian David Marshall. Fine. You know, so you're, would you delete this card? No, it's everyone's gonna play it. I'm okay. to delete it. It's like a divination. Sure. I've had pretty good success with divinations over the years. Yeah. It's better than divination, man. Better is relative. It does do damage to you. Stop saying that. I like scrying, but like I like not taking two damage. Also. All right. 
the story about Rescue from the Underworld. We've talked about it a little bit in the past. 4B, instant, as an additional cost. Actually, this is probably pretty good. We're attacking a scry one at one mana, right? Right. I attack two damage at one mana, so it's incrementally better than two damage. If it were a scry one and two damage, it would be exactly fair, which is not good. So I think it's slightly better than fair. Okay. So it's actually slightly better than Divination. You're right. Okay. I still don't like it, but I'll probably... I know you don't like it. But I just realized, we're attacking one mana to scry one, this is scry two, one like, mana and two damage is about... Is, is about and, like, and again, some, some like fictional Grixis deck that we've talked about that's just like looking to get all its removals and gain life. I hear you. Gods. I hear you. Rescue I'm, from the Underworld. Good card. Good I, art. I really like this card. Yeah, nice sweet art, actually. Who did this... With Raymond Swanland. Um, 4B, instant, as an additional cost to cast rescue from the underworld, sacrifice a creature. Uh, choose target creature card in your graveyard, return that card and the sacrificed card to the battlefield under your control at the beginning of, the ne- of your next upkeep. Exile, rescue of the underworld. So, the beginning of your next upkeep. So, but I guess you get to do this on your opponent's turn. Well, here's the thing, right? It's basically just an uns- it's basically just like a raised dead, right? Because you sacrifice the guy and then he comes back, right? right. Or not even a raised dead. It's basically like a five mana on burial rights, right? Which actually on burial is five. Right. But if you're sacrificing a 187 dude, like if you go like, let's say Action Rider. Yeah, I was thinking Lifebane Zombie, but sure. Sure. Oh yeah, Lifebane Zombie's sweet. Yeah. I mean, there's like a lot of. Sin Collectors, Lifebane Zombies, Ashen Riders. I think, I mean, I don't know how realistic Ashen Riders is so expensive. Well, ideally, you, you've somehow gotten Ashen Rider into your graveyard. I mean, what am I going to do? Orzhov Signet my way there? Not, it's not Signet, it's Orzhov no, Key I don't, Rune, I don't right? think I want to play Key Runes in this format. I mean, people are going to... Assholes like me are going to annul me next. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was thinking exactly about assholes like Literally you know, assholes that. like me. You know like that picture on Hero's Demise or Hero's Downfall or whatever? That's who's playing annuls. Me and people like me who are standing over the hero. You don't want to know how he got all that blood on his chest. Yeah. Pretty sure that was a girl minotaur. <laughs> oh. Come on, Mike. <laughs> See, so, there's like a warning at the bottom of the podcast on Man of the Prize. Is there? Yeah. There better be on this one. Yeah. So Rescue from the Underworld to keep. Yeah, it's good. I like this card. Then two gray merchants of Asphodel. <laughs> I love it. Take two. No, you're not taking take two. Take eight. Take eight. You might eight. take like 16. It's eight, right? Two plus two is four times two is eight. Yeah. But what if I have a Dark Prophecy in play? Probably already dead. <laughs> Probably dead. Yeah. Um, return to Centaur. Uh, we can keep the receipt. <laughs> so it's it's four mana for a two four. Tell me more. <laughs> when Return Centaur enters the battlefield, target player puts the top four cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard. Wow, that's a pretty bad card, Brian. Let's yeah. keep going. Although it does like stock our graveyard for rescue from the underworld. You're right, it does. Yeah, four mana for a two four though. Uh, returned Phalanx, 1B for a 3-3 Defender. Why is it Defender? I'm like, this, this card had some legs until and you said has, Defender. And then it has 1U. Returned Phalanx can attack this turn as though it didn't have Defender. How complicated. Yeah. If, what if it were just like 1B for this a 3 probably, This guy's probably pretty good at limited. Yeah, I would guess, yeah. Common. How, how, how would you rate this card if it was just 1B for a 3-3? Three, three? Playable high? Playable high? Probably, I mean... I mean, I'm not sure that it's better than Welkin Turd. 
playable. Playable, right? I, people tried to play Wretched Anurid, right? Yeah, and it like only Brian Kowal as far as I know. <laughs> <laughs> like so, playable-ish. Yeah, this card delete scourge mark. Oh, this is an interesting picture. Yeah, it's really pretty nice. Uh trans- Volwinkle. Vol- I'm pretty sure it's Franz. Franz. Uh, 1B for an enchantment aura. Enchant creature. When Scourge Mark enters the battlefield, draw a card. Enchanted creature gets plus one, plus zero. So you're just like zipping right by I'm before just, it's I'm, soliciting I'm, any yeah. any input from me. Yeah, before you say anything terribly offensive <laughs> that requires a stern warning. What? I don't know. It's natural for girl mentors. <laughs> Sip of hemlock. Ooh. Uh, yeah, 4BB, sorcery, destroy target creature, its controller loses two life. So, like, for what we're getting on, like, the Soren's Thirst card, they just triple the cost yeah. and make it a sorcery. Yep. <laughs> Delete. Yeah. I mean, like, people didn't play Assassin's Strike necessarily in Limited. <laughs> like, this is... Six. Yeah, worse. Thoughtsies. Best card in the set. Best card in black, very likely. I mean, just like modern staple, legacy staple. Like when you when you heard players talking about like all the Jun that was in Grand Prix Detroit this weekend, yep. they're like, "Well, people are playing Jun because they can Thoughtseize. Thoughtseize. Reed Duke did not play four in his main deck. Yeah. He was too busy playing Chandra Pyromaster. Well, he's on another level. I was talking to Reed today. I was just like, me and him and I were talking yesterday, and we were like, with all the scrying that's available you're probably just never going to lose another match, right? <laughs> and he's like, I plan to do pretty well in Dublin. <laughs> I mean, just, like, imagine Reed, like... Like, imagine these players, like... If you take all the variants out of Magic, like, how, Jerry, how, Reed... Like, th- these guys who are, like... I, I don't even... I mean, if, obviously John's the best, but I don't think about John that way because he's so impulsive. Right. It's the new It's the new version of the Wandering Eye playtesting. Yeah, like... Both players play test with a facet in play. Both players get to start with a fast play. You get to scry every upkeep. Both players. I'm not sure, like... Well, John is the best of the Wandering Eye, right? Like, yeah. hands down, if you play the Wandering Eye game, John's the best. But I don't know if he's the best with the Thassa, because John's... I think one of his strengths is he's so impulsive and he knows when to gamble. Sure. Right, so he wins a lot of games where he's, he would he gambles and other people are, are skittish. Yeah. So I'm not sure how much all the scrying helps a player like John, who's already making such good decisions. But players like Reed and Jerry, if you just take the variants out of Magic, you're just like, hmm, what if we just play an even-steven game every single time? And what, if, and what if you're playing with the Thassa right. and your opponent doesn't have a Thassa? Yeah. Your opponent's like, I've got these red cards. I'm attacking you. Okay, I've got a Thassa. Like, I, I just realized it. Jerry Thompson, I think, I want to say it's three consecutive Star City Invitationals he's top-aided playing the same deck every single time. The Invitational version, yeah. right? She's like, yeah, hey, I just play blue, red, white, control. I just draw a bunch of cards. All my cards have flash. My opponents never win. Yep. <laughs> it's just like that, except for he gets a slower format to do the same thing, and all the cards that he was already flashing now have scry. <laughs> How is that fair? Yeah. Literally, Reed Duke, he said... It's like, you could play Jund, I guess. This is what he, he told me this in, in the email. I was like, oh, what's actually playing big for me? He's like, play Jund, but I don't really like not playing with Brainstorm and Jace. So he's like, the two just nothing but win with Jund. <laughs> but his criticism is, I don't really like playing without Brainstorm and Jace. <laughs> now, he's just, all of his cards are Brainstorm and Jace, yeah. right? Like, counter that Brainstorm a little bit. And, and you get Thoughtseize, which also is just giving you just such good information. I'm just telling you how I don't like 
It's taken to life, Brian. I don't like it. Okay. So we'll delete this. I mean, you heard that, Canada. Brian David Marshall is deleting <laughs> Thoughtseize. I didn't delete Thoughtseize. No, obviously. Yeah. It's a, the best card in black. Yes. Possibly the best card in the set. It's no God's willing. Let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> so here, here's a card that's... I don't know. This card's kind of interesting. Tormented Hero. B. 2-1. Human Warrior. It's a 2-1 for 1 in black. It enters the battlefield tapped. Okay. And then it has Heroic. Whenever you cast a spell that targets Tormented Hero, each opponent loses one life. You gain life equal to the lo- life lost this way. What's so tormented about him? Yeah. He's really good. He's, he's like, you know... You know what he's tormented is because people are going to look at the Heroic paragraph yeah. and go, I don't know if I want to play a Heroic deck. Maybe I won't play this. But he's just like a pretty he's good just card. Like, he's just like a pretty good card. Like, you know, 2-1 two, and 2-2 two, two zombies, some of which came into play tapped, did really well for players last year. Yeah. Like really, really well. Yeah. I mean, I think this this is a, probably a... He's a this card's he good. looks like live dice to me. Like, you could build a black deck with four of him, four Rakdos Cackler, and have eight two-power one-drops. And, like, what buffs would you play? Do you even not play any buffs? I don't know. Can we play, like... What's the guy that Bogbrew Witch gets? Four of them on one, too. <laughs> Festering me? Yeah. Is that how I'll play it? <laughs> I, I mean, this, this card just seems really good to me. It's a good card. Yeah. I mean, if this were, like, ten years ago, would you even be thinking about whether no. this is a good card or not? No. Because you'd be like, I'm going to hate you for 18. But I'm saying, I think... No, 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 no I'm sorry. Hate you for 17. <laughs> You're going to get nugs for one. <laughs> this, might be, this might be one of the... Sleeper cards of the This set. might be one of the five best black cards. The problem... I mean... Like I said a minute ago, 2-1 two, and 2-2 two, two zombies for B, some of which came into play tapped or couldn't block, were quite good for people last year. All right. Viper's Kiss. It's not B. really a kiss. It looks like a bite. Yeah. Well, that's, it's, you know, that's how they, that's how they get cute. Viper's Kiss. B, Enchantment Aura, Enchant Creature, enchant, Enchanted Creature gets minus one, minus one, and its activated abilities can't be activated. Like ever? As long as it's enchanted. Cards. Not bad. Not bad. I, I think this is a keep. I think I can see it being played. I can see it being played. Not super excited about no. it. You're right. I mean, it's I mean, fine. People it on, play cards like this all the time. Get it on a god. No, people play like that minus three, minus one. Yeah. They play like minus one, minus one and proliferate. Whip of Erebos. It's like second best card in black easily. So you love this card? It's really fantastic. Two BB creatures you control have life. There's all your life back, buddy. All right. This is what you've been you've been fretting about. You've been like, oh, I've been losing so much life. I scribed to find my whip of Erebos. How will I get my life back? I'm talking in Brick Mike's Conley voice. That's how you sound. Conley, that was Brian with that horrible impression. <laughs> um, and then it has a subsequent ability. Two BB tap. Return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. It gains haste. Exile it to the the next end step. If we leave the battlefield, exile it instead of putting it anywhere else. This is the uh, Sky Games text. Yeah, Sky Games right there. Uh, activate this only anytime you could cast a sorcery. It's a good card, right? This card's really good. Like, does it even need the second ability? Yes. Yeah? <laughs> I don't know if it needs the first just, ability. I thought you were just worried about having life. Like, I thought all you wanted no, I mean, to do was like, get This life. is like a steady stream of insanity, right? Like, yeah. you're just like, oh, I'll get my Angel of Despair, you know, which has haste. And so basically, basically, this Snapcaster Mage's creatures. And they're, I mean, they're coming. It's only your creatures, right? It's only your creatures. Because, like, this, it, can you imagine if it was, like, anybody's creatures, how good this would be in a removal be deck? insane. Uh, but as it is, it's probably... 
kind of insane. It's, it seems really good. Yeah. Like, this seems like the kind of card you would play in like a black blue control deck with like not even that many creatures in sure. it. Like you know, some meaty creatures, maybe like um, Desecration Demon or something. Right. And, and again, you just like sit back and it's just like your secondary finisher. And again, there's stuff you can do. Like we saw the abhorrent uh, demon right the, at the beginning. Like if there's a way to get cards into your graveyard that you can now put into play for four mana and get an enter the battlefield effect. Yeah. So, you know. I think he plays real well with uh, Lifebane Zombie. Sure. Shadowborn Demon. He's it's, This card's insane with Shadowborn Demon. Yeah, this Demon. card's really good with Shadowborn Demon. I mean, like, wow. Oh, did I have to sacrifice my Shadowborn Demon? Brat. Oh, well. <laughs> like, oh, oh, look who's that. Shadowborn Demon. Attack you. Gain DI. So, you think second best card? Second best black card. Second best black After card. Thought After Thoughtseize. Thought After Thoughtseize. So, agree or no? I agree. Black cards are Thoughtseize... Whip of Erebos. Regular Erebos. Erebos. Dark Betrayal. Uh, Dark Betrayal. I, I, I gotta tell you, I think it's gonna be Tormented here. Over Dark Betrayal? No, I think that's gonna be like the fifth card. I think I think I might agree with you. Um, or Return Centaur. Uh, well, I, mean, I, know, I know people like Read the Bones, but I don't think it's gonna be a top five card. I, I think I like um, the... the uh, Freakus Cure? Yeah, Freakus Cure more than, than Tormented Hero. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Tormented Hero. Night Howler? I think Night Howler's really good. I think Mogus is I think Mogus Marauder is the sleeper of this color. Yeah. But, uh... I think we're, we're simpatico on four of the five. Hero's Downfall is going to be... Played. Played, maybe. By some players. By somebody. I like Grey Merchant. I don't think it's a top five card. I like Grey Merchant a lot, too. Um, but we're we're green. Thoughtseize, Whip of Erebos, Erebos, Dark Betrayal is our top four. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah we're in agreement on those. And I like Agent of Fates, and I like a Born Overlord. All right. Like I can see a Born Overlord again. A Born Overlord, Whip of Erebos. Like get this guy back into play. Oh, do yeah. something with it, then get like four or five Harpy tokens. Like yeah. So. Oh. There's or, definitely some potential there. Whip, Whip of Erebus is going to do some gross stuff Why not? in general. Also, just like, again, like get, getting back the uh, the Ashen Rider or whatever that card's called. Oh, he's a, that's going to be its primary goal. Yeah. Like. <laughs> All right, are we going to do artifacts or are we just going to stop? I think we're going to stop. 717. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I got to go meet someone. All right, so. Well, we'll come back. We'll, do, we'll, we'll wrap these up. We, have, we basically only have green and artifacts to do. Um, I could probably do green artifacts tomorrow before MK. Okay. Can you do that? I can do that. I'll be in the city tomorrow. All right. So um, this has been episode four of five of Theros for Hire featuring black cards. Um, We'll leave it to you to figure out what's going on in that hero's downfall picture. (laughs) Uh, This has been. Please don't. This has been Michael J. Flores. Brian David Marshall for Top 8 Magic. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.